0: Welcome to the Broncos Blitz podcast. My name is Ronnie Court. You can follow on Twitter at Ronnie K Radio. That's at R O N N I E. The letter K Radio on Twitter today on the podcast. Going to talk about two names and individuals that are going to be feeling the pressure immediately on the Broncos coaching staff and some interesting comments from John Lynch on those former coordinator. So you could probably get an idea of who they will be. Uh, but first, our friends over there at, well, Bespoke Edge, bespokeedge.com, men's custom clothier. They've been doing it for so many years. And of course, they are family owned. They know the Denver style. So if you want to go check out all kinds of creative ideas or instruction via the hundreds of blog posts, the videos posted over the years, go to the website bespokeedge.com whether it's a casual date night maybe something more creative maybe it's something for the workforce be sure to go check it out and all the tips at bespokeedge.com that's bespokeedge.com award-winning men's custom clothier just as you hear it spell it out bespokeedge.com so let's read them let's read these interesting comments from john lynch on Broncos offensive coordinator Rich Scangarello. And then we're going to read um, some comments about T.C. McCartney, who also was hired. Uh, John Lynch goes on to say about Rich Scangarello, I think the folks in Denver are going to really like, well, really learn to like Rich Scangarello. He came to us as a guy Kyle thought very highly of, of course, Kyle Shanahan, albeit from tiny Wagner College. Where is Wagner College? Can we find that out? We'll have to figure that out. As a quality control coach for Kyle, Kyle thought very highly of him, highly enough to stick him in the quarterback room. I think Rich Scangarillo really grew in the last two years. Kyle felt like he was ready and deserving of the opportunity. I think the Broncos have a good man who is going to be a good mix with Vic Fangio. Vic will have that defense right in short order, and I think Scang's, so I guess that's the nickname. It's Scang's as we refer to him. We'll do great things with that offensive unit. So look, John Lynch with some good comments, and and it appeared when the Broncos wanted to first hire Skangs that the 49ers kind of didn't want that to happen. We weren't really sure uh, if they were going to block it or if it was unblocked or whatever the case. By the way, Wagner College from Stanton Island, New York. Wagner College. That's got to be a really small college. Uh, John Lynch also had comments for the new Broncos quarterbacks coach, which is T.C. McCartney, uh, said T.C. has done a nice job. He's been in the quality control role, but really, again, I talked about the growth of Rich Gangarello. T.C.'s been there in those quality control coaches. They work insane hours. He's dealing directly with Kyle, and I think he's learned a lot in the process. I think we should have tried to keep him in our building, but we knew the opportunity going back to Colorado with the McCartney name. Of course, his connection's to Colorado, and he had earned the opportunity. We're happy for TC, and I think he'll do a really nice job. These are the two that I believe, and the reason why we're reading these, these quotes, and by the way, these quotes coming from Nikki Javala of The Athletics, so thank you to her for her constant hard work. Uh, I think these are the two who have the most pressure on them this season because... The belief is that Vic Fangio is going to get this defensive right, and and we we don't even need to worry about it, right? He comes from the expertise of defense, the number one defense in Chicago. It's not like he's acquiring this disaster of a defense. You still got Von Miller. You still got Bradley Chubb. It appears Chris Harris Jr. is well on track to get healthy, and there are some nice pieces there. They're not going to lose any major ones, and they got two Darn good safeties that I've talked about on this program that are continually blossoming. So we expect Vic Fangio Ed Donna telling that defense to be at least, at least good to great. Now, the problem with the offense is that we know they are below average to terrible. And it is going to be a massive undertaking in rebuilding this because I don't think the offense rebuilds kind of like a defense. Like I believe in D. De- when you rebuild a defense, there is a incremental gain. There is a slow rise based on the talent that you bring in, how you put them into your schemes, and and how you strategize things. There's a slow gain that progressively gets higher and higher and higher. I don't believe that's the case with the offense. On the offensive side, I fundamentally believe you are a mediocre offense at best, and then if you get a franchise quarterback, you shoot up really quickly. So the graph is not this incremental gain. It's this sitting at the bottom, and then you either have or don't have, and then you spike up high. That's how I look at the offense. And obviously we know, at least for next year, it doesn't appear that they're going to have that quarterback option. Because if they draft a quarterback, whether it's Drew Locke or whoever you like, Kyler Murray, I don't know, that that player is not going to start day one. It's going to be Case Keenum in all likelihood. And we've already seen what Case does. Now, this is where the pressure comes because they can't have what they did last year. It's got to be better. We believe that it can be because with all due respect to Bill Musgrave, that was a pretty terrible offense right out of the gate. Right out of the gate. The play calling was questionable. We didn't understand why there was no running game being inserted early. I mean, they were averaging. I remember in some of those early games, they were averaging seven, eight, nine yards a pop on 10 rushes. And yet, for some reason, it was constantly 5-7 step dropbacks. I just don't, it made no sense. There was very little to no play action. And, of course, that was all the debate midway through the season is why aren't they rolling out? He's Keenum Moore. So I think just by bringing in schemes and strategy, a little bit more of a, of a uh, creative forward-thinking mind in Rich Gangarello, T.C. McCartney, and how they will implement their stuff should improve this team on offense. But, again, the pressure's on because you're still down here. You're still sitting in the muck of average. And I don't know if there's a way to shoot and spike that up to good or great without the quarterback. I have always felt the quarterback makes just about the entire offense. And sometimes that sounds disrespectful because we're degrading other players. When you really look at it, a great quarterback can mask a bad offensive line. We saw that with Peyton Manning. It has always been the case that quarterbacks make wide receivers, and we are seeing in the NFL that you can pick up lesser talents at running back and be successful. Look at the Patriots; they haven't had they haven't had any notable names since Corey Dillon at running back. It's been Legarrette Blount. It's been that guy who rushed for 200 yards and then slept in the week after, and then he was cut later. uh, Cyrus Gray, yes. Good catch, Logan. Uh, So this is an offense that is going to need to make a a, a cake taste good without sugar. And I think that's going to be really, really difficult. There's a lot of pressure on Rich Scangarello and T.C. McCartney. We'll see how they pan out. Because if their offense is as bad as it was last year, this team is not going anywhere. This team will be 9-7 and seven at best, which I suppose compared to last year is a pretty darn good improvement, but they got to find that franchise quarterback. And, and And again, this is why I am so big on the idea of at least, at least get the guy. Get the guy in Drew Locke if you like him so that we can now say, all right, we're fine with nine and seven, eight and eight this year because we know what's coming. We know that there's a future path with Drew Locke or Kyler Murray, whoever the hell the arm is. At least we have the understanding in the back of our mind in knowing that the future is set. People don't like the unknown. The unknown is scary. And when you're unknown, then becomes solidified in knowing that you don't have a future, It the scare turns to disgust. And that's where we've been. Under Trevor Simeon, Paxton Lynch, Brock Osweiler, and now Case Keenum. It's been disgusting because there is no future and you're getting bad play. A lot of pressure on TC McCartney and Rich Gangarello moving forward. So, again, thank you to our friends at bespokeedge.com. And of course, also want to say thank you to our friends at Tap 14, 1920 Blake Street. Just a hop, skip, and a jump away from Coors Field, 70 Colorado beers on tap, 100 Colorado distilled spirits. Terrific rooftop views. Be sure to go check it out at Tap 14, Tap 14 on the web. Spell it out for me, tap14.com. That's Tap 14. A lot of great stuff on the Broncos over there at milehighsports.com. And, of course, on the Mile High Sports mobile app, which is free for Apple and Android. Go check it out, milehighsports.com. See y'all.